Welcome to the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast, where we bring in local Lake Normies, Normians, Normonians, people in the Lake Norman area to talk about what's going on in the community and what the future holds for the Lake Norman area. Enjoy. All right, so welcome to the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast. We are with Bowen Nutting, who is a famous educator extraordinaire in the Lake Norman area. She was a principal at one point, now she's in the superintendent's office. She's been doing a lot of good in the, the Lake Norman community and the school systems, and we kind of wanted her to explain some of the platforms that she stands for and uh, what what we're going to be able to see in the future for helping out the Lake Norman schools and the children, and that's what a lot mm-hmm. of our listeners are here for okay. because, you know, they're moving in the area and they want to know what the heck's going on with the schools, and no better person than you. Okay. So, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, tell us a little bit about your history as far as your your background in this area because mm-hmm. I'm not super educated. I've just told that you're a you're a uh, famous famous. famous. Yeah, okay. Pretty much. I don't know, infamous maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's see. I have been in the Mooresville Lake Norman area since 1992. Um, Uh, My husband and I came here um, from Georgia. Actually, my husband came here to work in the racing industry. Mm -hmm. And um, so, mm -hmm, yeah. Not my husband, (laughs) but close. His husband came here. Um, So we came to Mooresville. We came to Lake Norman. And we've pretty much been in love with Lake Norman since then. Um, We, I remember when we came to the area, um, when we first moved here, um, um, Williamson Road and Brawley School Road was a four-way stop. Mm-hmm, right. Um, and there was uh, Williamson Chapel on the corner, but mm-hmm. then that was about there, it. there was another, there was a sign, a wooden sign that said firewood for sale <laughs> um, at the four-way stop. And that was the only thing there. And I remember distinctly when you would turn down Brawley School Road, it was just this, you know, tree canopied mm-hmm. road with this beautiful little school on the right. And there was nothing else there. Right. Um and so we've we've been here for a long time, right. um, and we definitely, I definitely consider Mooresville my home. Right. Um, so when you got here, what did you do? Were you a teacher first, mm-hmm. or were you a yeah, principal? Yeah, I, I started out as a, a, a fifth grade teacher. I taught the fifth grade. I taught a little bit of fourth grade. I taught a little bit of second grade. I started out in Cabarrus County, What's um, cool? over at Odell Elementary okay. School. Yeah, yeah the We're old from Cabarrus County. Yeah, the old Odell Elementary yeah. School, and um, that was back in the day when you could live in the in Mooresville and get to Odell, and it didn't take forever because right. there was no traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started there um, um, with Mr. Larry Riggs. He was the principal there, and um, what an awesome guy he was. <laughs> and um, I then was an assistant principal in Lincoln County um, in a middle school setting over way over in west lincoln county um so i commuted so that for my first administrative job i was pretty young and so i i was willing to to drive all the way out to (laughs) past cat square all the way to west lincoln um in the meantime you know i worked on my my master's and my doctorate at unc charlotte again back then unc charlotte was a sleepy little commuter college compared to what it is today but um yeah so i got my um my doctorate there on September 12th, 2001. So wow. I defended my dissertation the day after 9-11. Um, and I, I had the opportunity to work in the Morrisville Graded School District. I was an assistant principal at Morrisville High School 
um, and also um, I did public relations. I also did human resources for the Morrisville Graded School District. So you haven't done much. The Morrisville Graded School District is a, no is experience. a really unique <laughs> and awesome school district, and um, it's a small school district. Mm-hmm. So you had an opportunity to learn about a lot of different things um, in one place. Right. So, um, so I was there, uh, and then I decided to make a big move and um, I stepped back from my my important job mm-hmm. at Mooresville Graded um, doing human resources and I decided I wanted to be my children's principal so um, <laughs> lucky for us yeah. we have one of your former students yeah. since we kicked Ben out for the first yeah. half of this yeah. podcast we have his daughter here Mary Taylor yeah yeah you were first well, with Michael at Lake Norman though mm-hmm. right Lake Norman Elementary and, and then uh, he said you followed him to Mount Morn. I did. I followed him to Mount Morn, and I was his principal at Mount Morn. I was your principal at Mount yes. Morn. He said if you followed him to high school, he would have a heart attack. <laughs> but actually, yeah, I had to like sign away that I wouldn't <laughs> go to high school with him. Yeah. <laughs> but you were you were you were always one of my favorites. Oh, you know that, you. right? Thank you. Oh, I think I've only been called. She's up never to said this to anyone before. But <laughs> were you called up to the office one time? I think. It, don't I, worry, I don't remember it. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, don't. Homework yeah. thing. It's not big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Mary Taylor, what so, are we going to do with you? I was, yeah. I'm a good student. I've always yes, been a good student. Yes, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I really am. Proud of you, too. You Thanks. Thanks. So yeah. after, you know, your poor son had to have you follow him around. Both of them. <laughs> two of them. Michael uh, and Sam, both of them. You have now gotten out of being a principal, and mm-hmm. so you're currently doing what? I am the Director of Communications and Development for the Iredell Statesville School District. Right. So I do internal and external communications for our school district. Um, you know, as you probably know, in uh, Mooresville, in Iredell County, you know, we do have two school districts. We have the Iredell Statesville School District, and then we have the Mooresville Graded School District. Right. And the Iredell Statesville School District, um, you know, of course, it covers the entire uh, county of Iredell, which is a really long and narrow county. Um, and so, but we also have schools in Mooresville, so right. you mm-hmm. can live in Mooresville and go to either of those two school districts. So, um, we have about 20,000 students wow. and, uh, 2,700 employees. So I'm in charge of internal and external communications, um, for the school district. So, and you really work like hand in hand with the superintendent to really get out the message, correct? I do, and I try to work with not just the superintendent, but with, you know, with our Board of Education Mm -hmm. and uh, with all of our fabulous employees, you know, um, we've um, a great staff, and we really um, do our best to try to get information out to the community um, from, you know, whether or not it's a snow day or, for example, you know, we've just started summer, here in in Iredell County and we have all kinds of summer opportunities and enrichment opportunities mm-hmm. and uh, camps for students and that kind of thing. Um, I'm sure our parents appreciate that you know getting the message out quickly efficiently and what they need mm-hmm. to know. Mm-hmm. Any chance you're a Parks and Recreation fan? Oh the TV show. You know that is so funny that you've asked me oh, that because my it. 16 year old said mommy said honestly you must watch the show he yeah. said it is kind of the story of of what your life is. So well I when to, I heard director of communication is, is that a bad thing for me to say I've never watched it. No no, it's, no, no. it's okay. great it's I'm sure he I'm sure okay, he is I'll drawing to, parallels to Leslie Nope the main character who is amazing so I am mm-hmm. certain that's why yeah, he's saying he's, that. He told me the other night he goes you must watch of course he also introduced me to the office. Okay. So, so, Parks and uh, Recreation is better. 
Ben no, Thomas no. is Michael Scott. We've determined <laughs> that. You know what? That's a good assessment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not here to defend himself, but yeah, the, I bet Ryan knows what I'm thinking of. When you said director of communications, the first thing I thought was spin team. So for all you parks and recreation oh, fans yeah. out there talking about the spin team, um, there's a little there's a scenario in which there are people out there trying to make sure the message is right. Yeah. Make so, sure the message is right. Basically yep. anything they could spin it to a positive. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah well, I've not, I've, I've not seen the show, but I, I know about spin teams yeah yeah Yeah. we gotta do that yeah so bowen what uh you know you've got a lot of different things that you are you stand for and that Mm -hmm. you really want to promote and Mm -hmm. and you guys in the school system are really trying to put a stop to or or get things going in the right direction so what's one of the big platforms that you guys are really trying to to do better with or you really want to to get going in a different direction than what's what's happening right now Well, you know, there's so many different things that I could talk about. Right. And, um, you know, um, I think, though, that one thing that's really important to me right now, um, both personally and professionally, is the mental health of our, our young people in school. And um, I think that that is a topic that we must address as a school system, as a community, as a culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Um, in the Iredell Statesville schools, we have in the last two years, we've lost six students uh, to suicide. Mm-hmm. And um, so we really are getting ready to kick off a, a huge initiative to make sure that our uh, employees understand um, how to help children deal with mental health issues and um our our platform we are working on a platform where um, we talk about hashtag talk it out Mm -hmm. and so the idea is um, that there are a lot of things that kids are going through that are kind of taboo to talk about and things that people keep to themselves and we want to open up those lines of communications by uh, building relationships with students Mm -hmm. and also connecting students to other students to their peers because many times young people will talk to their peers more readily Mm -hmm. about their personal issues than they will uh, to an adult so really making sure that we are bringing that information to our students um, and helping them know how to help their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I really and, like the hashtag, you know, since social media is so prominent, and a lot mm-hmm. of the negativity may come from social media, but then mm-hmm. you guys are trying to turn it into a positive, something that's mm-hmm. with the, the, the age of the person. Mm-hmm. You know, the students are all on social media, and so if you see that hashtag talking out, you you can turn it into a positive rather than seeing the cyberbullying and stuff like that. Or a then, reminder of how to take action right. because you'll you'll have right. taught them, you know, this is what we do in these situations. Mm-hmm. They'll see that yeah, and hopefully I really act like on it. using that social media platform mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. You guys yeah. are going to set something up here in Mooresville or Iredell County, mm-hmm. hopefully that we could use nationwide. And I'm sure that's well, your goal. Well, and uh, it, we are working very closely. There's um, a, a lady in Statesville, her name's Susan Toll, and she was very instrumental in uh, creating um, a chapter of, for the Central Piedmont region um, for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And so we are going to be doing, on October the 5th, um, this fall, we'll do an Out of the Darkness Walk. It'll be our second annual um, basically suicide awareness walk. It's a lot like a, you know, relay for life yeah. or mm-hmm. so many different yeah. walks yeah. that you do. Um, but really it's the idea of opening up that conversation and, um, allowing people to talk about how they feel. Um, and, uh, we worked on that last year and had a 
tremendous success with the Mm -hmm. Out of the Darkness Walk, but we really want to take that more into the schools and um, let uh, students from schools develop teams uh, where they can um, come and and either honor someone uh, that they've lost or honor Mm -hmm. someone who's struggling with depression or anxiety. Um, You know, I was a building level principal for 14 years. And I would say that in, and and I personally feel that it, you know, with the, not just, not cell phones, but iPhones, you know, when children all of a sudden had a small computer in their hands all the time, um, it impacted the, the mental health of our children. And Mm -hmm. I think that, that um, technology has changed brain development right. for young people I so. and I think it's impacting them negatively in regard to depression and anxiety and uh, so it's it's very it's a very important topic um, to me and to all of us uh, you know I was talking to Mary Taylor before we started the podcast and you know she's a student at LSU and she's telling me about situations where you know she knows of, of children that have died by suicide and students and um, you know, unfortunately, I think we all know those stories too much. And unfortunately, so. you know, now it's becoming more of a uh, a mainstream thing, and it shouldn't. You know, we don't want mm-hmm. that to be a, the norm. It's right. almost mm-hmm. like school shootings. Mm-hmm. You know, it's starting to become the norm where you're not mm-hmm. you're not even really affected by it, which is mm-hmm. not the way we want. No. Yeah, or desensitized. Yeah, you're desensitized. That's, That's the word, the word I was word. looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so many people are affected by suicide, and it's aftermath and nobody talks about it I mean for example I lost my stepmother to suicide and I never talk about that because it's so stigmatized and there these children are you know they're just suffering in silence so the more Mm -hmm. you can do and I I applaud you for what you're doing in that respect of you know that that you do not have to suffer in silence Mm -hmm. yeah talk it out Mm -hmm. hashtag talk it out now another thing that I'm really interested in and I think that your viewers might be interested in um in we only have nine of them so <laughs> hi to the nine viewers hopefully mm-hmm. we'll know them by name name by name basis like all right steve let's, yeah uh, well let's we've got we know week. we've got angela mcconnell yeah, she's we, one yeah. of them. We got hi mom. angela yeah. <laughs> we got hi, mom. mom yeah yeah <laughs> i i think you know another thing that's important uh to talk about in the mooresville area is uh the number of charter schools that yeah. uh we've yeah. welcomed to the area and we just moved up here so like mm-hmm. we're starting to see that and we're like like man, this school no is idea. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, we have we have a lot of school choice, and in an in an effort to compete with charter schools, because you know years ago when the state of North Carolina opened up the opportunity for schools to create charter schools, you know we realized as a public school system that we have to compete, and so mm-hmm. I think competition makes you better. Right, um, agree. And, and that's, agree. that's why our schools are so good yeah. up here. And so we in the Iredell State School Schools have worked really hard to create lots of choice options for our students. Um, here in the Mooresville area, if you have um, a child entering kindergarten, you have opportunity for a dual immersion program. That's what I was going to yeah. ask. I know yeah. in Cabarrus County, my mom mm-hmm. worked in the school system, and that's she was at a dual immersion school. And mm-hmm. when she was telling me about it, I was like, that's really cool. It's I wish I had that when I was. Yeah, I would have done it in a heartbeat. Yeah, my mom oh, wishes sure. she'd signed us up. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have uh, several dual immersion schools in our county now, and one right here in Mooresville at Lake Norman Elementary School. 
Uh, we also have um, an international baccalaureate primary years program at Cottle Creek Elementary School. Oh, yeah. um, so that's another great choice option. Um, of course, all of our elementary schools in the southern end of the county are great, but um, we, you know, we're trying to compete. We, we want kids to come to our school district, mm-hmm. and uh, we want them to know, and I'll tell you, I can tell you because I've got 27 years in public education, our public schools are the best schools in yeah. Mooresville. Mm-hmm. They, they are the best schools in Mooresville, um, and they might not be as pretty, um, and they, you know, um, you know, we might have roof leaks. Yeah. And, <laughs> but the, um, the power might go getting. out one time. The power but, might go know. out one time, but, um, but, but we we have s- superb schools. Um, Spin team in action. There it is. There it yeah. is, everybody. There roof. it is. Spin yeah. team. I'm roof telling leaking. You, I'm good no at problem. It. That's a way to learn about water. We don't have yeah. problems. Exactly. We have solutions. Yes. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yes, I love it. No Iron schools. That's how gravity works, kids. <laughs> yeah, that, this is yeah. this is your lesson on gravity today. <laughs> well, well the, and when you have excellent schools like that, those are the schools that will do that. Exactly. You know, you've got other you know schools that maybe are not as equipped or you know as to that level but they're just going to see it as an issue right. it's not a setback up here now mm-hmm. and we're also opening a school down uh, mary taylor was asking me about woodland heights elementary school we are building woodland heights middle school right next yeah. door so if you haven't ridden down that way off of brawley school road lately where which um, direction on brawley go like you're headed towards the point and the then point. Okay. there's a little intersection right near the farms mm-hmm. okay oh got it yeah yeah. yeah. so we're building we woodland heights down. elementary we don't school. get down there very often we don't get it's that been many years since i've gone down that road food line down there <laughs> no but, well so the kids down to their house middle will move into that school okay mm-hmm. and then the kids at mount moore and ib will move into brawley uh middle school and it will become brawley ib mm. so that's the plan not for this mm-hmm. coming school year but for the next mm-hmm. so i um, will be able to serve more international baccalaureate students on the Brawley School location. So, mm-hmm. um, will they still be the uh, Phoenix, or will they will IB have to take on the Braves name? I don't know about that. Well, I'm, not, I'm no longer in charge. We voted that. on that Phoenix. We voted on. I just know, combine them now that, that now it's the Phoenix. Most important middle school topic: it Braves was, or Phoenix? It, yeah. it was an uproar, man. It was. There are a lot of important topics in middle school. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> like, if you let the kids. Flipping, oh my yes. gosh. Flip, yes. Uh, yeah. TikTok. Is, is what else? Is the slime is still okay. a thing. Right. Oh gosh! Letting those the kids vote on those. Were big. Ooh, now they got like fidget cubes. And oh, are you serious? Wow. Oh, it's there's a whole line of horrible. products. How many choices did you have for this name? Oh, I don't know. Well, oh, um, ooh, I don't really remember. Too many. Too many. Because I just remember it was announced the Phoenix, and we were like, oh, okay, yeah, we're the Phoenix. I'm, now. I'm cool with that. We're well, that can go wrong, as we know, in Cabarrus County with the CC Griffin Griffins. So that's what happens oh. when you give everybody too many choices, and finally everyone says, Griffin "Forget Griffins. it." We're the Griffin are Griffins. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. Are they really the Griffin yes. Griffins? Yes. They were. <laughs> wow. Oh, they, I'm sure are they, they still, still are. The yeah. Griffin Griffins. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's. We should have had Bowen Nutting over in Cabarrus County naming mm-hmm. the schools. Mm-hmm. But no, nope, we let the kids nope. do it. You let the. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> their brains aren't fully developed, but let them pick this mascot that's going to be here forever. <laughs> and their brain de- development is severely impacted by those phones. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's probably yes. why we picked a well, Phoenix. I mean, <laughs> no, Phoenix isn't bad. You're okay. The, the, the thing with cell phones, it's it's great 
for adults within business to be able to do communication. I mean, I've, I've got a mentor that I follow, and he's like, if you give me a phone and a laptop, I can go make a million dollars from anywhere because of the skills that I have, and that's all I need. Because I'm in a lot of digital mm-hmm. marketing and digital advertising. And but you develop it. those skills outside of that screen. Right. And the children, so I it, think, are not learning you know, how to develop the sword. skills. That's right. It's, it's truly a double-edged sword where mm-hmm. this thing could be so powerful in the good or so powerful in the bad. I always say technology is our friend and foe. Right. I mean, it does so much good, but it also does so much harm. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it's very hard to strike a balance. Mm-hmm. we got to figure it out. Mary Taylor can probably attest to, like for me as a building level principle. It was always very, very important for me to teach children how to speak with each other and yeah. how to converse. Um, you know, I w- I'm, I'm a big... Well, it worked because Mary Taylor is a good conversationalist. I've never, like, every time I'll I talk to her. all the credit for yeah. that. You, it you can. <laughs> so you have to outspeak him, otherwise you won't be hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little hard. I mean, she had but, some practice. You know, but there's always, you know, you remember that I always would make you, you know, make the students look me in the eye yes. and ask them to keep their shoulders back mm-hmm. when they speak to you mm-hmm. and, um, you know, acknowledge someone when you pass them in the hall. Good morning. Mm-hmm. How are you? It's good to see yeah. you today. Um, that goes a long way. It really does. It really does. It's it's always society does. right now and you're just walking anywhere in public and you smile and say hi. It can change someone's whole day. Exactly. That might be the only person who smiles at them the whole day. I don't want to be dramatic about it, but it's true. If you walk into a room and maybe you're unsure of yourself, if you just come in open and honest and bright and happy, people are more, you know, willing to open up to you as well and help you with whatever you need. Mm -hmm. But other things to think about is, you know, remember when you were in middle school and remember like if you, um, and I always tried to remember, you know, when I was in middle school, because it's such a, it's a, I mean, have you ever heard anybody ever say, because he can't remember that far back. (laughs) He remembers, he knows, he tells a story about like a homecoming date or something. He gave her his, like, class bracelet. And, and a they, lock of his hair. Or maybe. <laughs> and she returned it the next day being like, I'm sorry, this I'm is sorry, over. It's it over. It was like his first heartbreak. I, I don't know. Well, see, that's exactly what I was going to speak to. I think that um, children are they're missing that developmentally right now because, you know, when you're in middle school and, you, you know, you like someone and you want to say, oh, I might want to walk in the hallway with this person or like you know, like I'm going to. Instagram account. Yeah, or I'm going to meet them outside mm-hmm. their class and walk them to their next class, or maybe right. I might, yeah. you know, have lunch with them. They're not doing that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so what they're doing is interacting virtually, and they're not, they're really not gaining that skill. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it creates, in my opinion, is um, uh, humans that have a lack of empathy. Mm. Um, for example, I watched in about robots. 10 years' time, a real change in how a sixth or seventh grade student would react if you came in and said, I'm really sad today because my dog died. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Whereas before, you know, children were taught empathy and, and they, they also learned it just in their environment and children are less empathetic. Hmm. Um, it's, it's just like, ha ha, you know, your dog died because it's, it's how they interact mm-hmm. on, yeah, LOL. Uh, it's like how they if, interact virtually. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really very disturbing. Right. It really is. Or you yeah. just send, you can think, oh, I'll just send them a message to say, like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. About your yeah. But then you won't ever talk about it in the real right. world. But if, like, you know. Like, how do you feel? Let's talk yeah, about that. And, you know, I'm sorry you mm-hmm. feel that way. They're not doing that. It's, no. that's scary. It is really mm-hmm. scary. 
I think Sorry, we're, downer. We're, <laughs> I think we're definitely heading in the right direction with having you, uh, you know, pushing and, and helping with some of these things that are, are huge concerns in the school system for parents as mm -hmm. they have their kids entering school. They know that somebody is out there with their children's best mm -hmm. interest in mind. And that's mm -hmm. that's really why we wanted to have you on, to, to mm -hmm. let the people in Lake Norman know, like, don't worry. You've got a good person yeah. up there yeah. that's she, really trying yeah. to help. Well, and if you think about it, parents have never been in this situation before either. This is mm -hmm. unprecedented. Right. You know, this is all new for everybody involved. So to have people that are willing to go to the forefront like you and figure it out and help every, you know, bring everybody along, we're lucky. Right. I think mm -hmm. we are. We really are. Mm -hmm. Well, on every podcast we talk about food, so I mean, okay. why not? I mean, favorite we didn't restaurant. Say anything about food? Yeah, favorite I'm restaurant hungry, in Lake Norman. So uh, restaurants, yeah. you know, do you like food? I love food. Yes. This is yes. so actually. We, Bowen, Bowen, and uh, we met Bowen a while ago at King Canary. Mm -hmm. We had on well, the podcast. actually, we first met at a cooking class we met for at a cooking Ben's class. birthday, but then but you we, know we hung out at King Canary. <laughs> we did music bingo, which she is phenomenal at. She's so, very good at it, people. Anytime. Don't go up against her. Anytime Especially if you're they... sitting with Francie Carney. Yes. Oh, my, oh, the two of you, I can only imagine. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. It's oh great. Gosh. I'm their uh, hip-hop secret weapon, though. She, You were our secret <laughs> weapon for hip-hop. I don't know how. <laughs> she was that's, just asking yeah. me all the answers. That's not true. No. <laughs> you know I'm good at that. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, in the future of Lake Norman, just in the school systems in general, what... I thought you were going to ask me what my favorite restaurant was. Yeah, she was ready for it. Look, let's talk about food. If I want to know what her favorite restaurant is. The people want to know. I was ready. I know my answer immediately. Pisces. Pisces. Oh, you and Will Thomas. That is... Will is there all day, every day. So, if I could, I would go at their all-you-can-eat sushi buffet mm. literally every day and that's all i'd eat yeah if i could I just sit there from place. 12 to 2 and eat sushi all mm -hmm. day long and be like all right well i get my one meal i'm going to get 4,000 calories but it's fine so i'll tell you a secret there is <laughs> please there is um, um a special roll that is not on the menu uh -oh. at pisces and if uh -oh. you don't know the name of it then you don't know to order it is it the mm. bowen roll no oh. <laughs> it's called the flaming pinata Wow. Once again, the flaming pinata. It's like the McDonald's is secret like menu right now. It's like it is it's a it's like a uh, just a regular it's a sushi roll, a maki roll and it has steak in it and they wrap it in tin foil. Oh yes. And they light it on fire. There so we it go. Smokes I am up in. in there. I am in. Flaming pinata. It's like the Ben Bowl, you know. Yeah. yeah. You go ben anywhere bowl. and Ben orders the Ben Bowl. He's and like, they well, know I've it. Been everywhere, you What's know. What's in your Ben Bowl? Wait a minute! I just walked in here and I heard oh, my hey, name. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, we've been food. talking about you. Are you talking about food again? Yeah. yeah. Well, we hadn't talked about food. I was like, well, it's the podcast. We have to talk about food. Yeah. So. We just can't get away from it. it was, no. That was it's, me. It's but you necessary. don't even know what the you don't even know what the Ben Bowl is. I don't care. I just know that it's really funny that you order the Ben Bowl. Most of the waiters don't know what it is either when you order. They're like, oh, yeah, that, that crazy old senile guy. We'll and Ben will say, it. oh, is so-and-so here? Yeah, he knows what's in it. Just just get him. He'll, the, he's got the, it. The, the waitresses, they'll look at us, and they'll be like, the Ben Bowl? <laughs> and they'll look back and be like, is, uh, who's here? And they'll say, oh, he knows what it is. Just write it down. Hey, well, <laughs> let me tell you how good this is. This is salmon okay. and tuna, sashimi, on sushi rice in a bowl, in a big bowl, with avocados, cream cheese, Ro, or whatever the Japanese name is for that. Roy. 
What is it? I think it's Masago. Oh, look at you. You're just well, a smart I, I, daughter. I don't want to bust your for all the millennial and young people here, that's called a poke bowl. And oh, that is the poke. newest Okay, It's trend. a bimbo. I no. invented it way before the poke <laughs> no. bowl. And, and it, also has, it also has spicy... Spicy mayonnaise. Spicy mayonnaise. Uh, yeah. It's a, oh, where right. do we get the bin bowl? Where Pisces? Mainly Pisces. Okay, bro. Anywhere in Moore's will let us sit your place. Anywhere in Moore's. Do I call it the bin bowl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. One time I used okay. to take my dad to get it, you know, and uh, I'd say, let's order a couple of bin bowls. And so we got them all the time, you know. Was it different and, every time? Well, different places. It's a little different. Yeah, because when you're a famous lawyer in Moore's, you can do that. My dad called me one time. And he goes, hey, I'm Googling that bimbo. How do you spell that? <laughs> and I went, Dad, it's B-E-N. And there was a pause, and he goes, I'm not going to find anything on the sound like <laughs> No, Dad. No, no. no, no. no that's what I come it. from. That's my, that's, yeah, that's that's my jeans, baby. No, you got is. them, too. Yeah. Oh, I know. We got a problem. <laughs> At least you had a good principal in uh, middle yeah. school. Didn't we already you? talked about, about that. that. I oh. bet you did. <laughs> did y'all talk about what great schools we have here? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, now that you're here, we're done. So it's gonna, we're, we need to get out. What did y'all like, talk about? Um, what a great superintendent we have that sh- Bowen works for. Oh yeah. You did? Yeah, no. I, I mean, we just said she works with him, and obviously. Oh, he's no, we didn't. Good. We didn't talk about him. He's yeah. obviously well, good love, because all the schools yeah. are good, and she's working with him, making know, sure you that love, she's keeping you him love working there. there. Dude, he's a great, him, great guy. Huh? Yeah, he's a yeah. good guy. Yeah. But you know, he's not going to be there forever. I mean, nobody can work forever. No. Except and, for Ben Thomas. Well, I might have to. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny laugh, college girl. I'm we get a better We got Tiffany. But we're going to need another superintendent eventually. Mm-hmm. And we just hope that Bowen will say yes if they come a call him. Would you, would you even consider that? Really? I would consider it, yeah. You would? Yeah, I would. Oh, my God, you'd be fantastic. <laughs> that would be great. But thanks for educating my daughter here. Yeah, thank you. What do you yeah. have to say? Again, you, she's one of my favorites. My daughter's one of your favorites. Absolutely, yeah, I, absolutely. I only went up to the office one time, and it was for a homework assignment. That I was the McConnell gene. You forgot about. I can oh, actually no, tell a really Thomas great Blair. story <laughs> about Mary Taylor. Oh goodness! Really? Well, mm-hmm. just story away. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it. Here's this is a great story. So when when Mary Taylor was in college. Um, she so right came now. over. I mean, in high school. <laughs> so yes. When Mary Taylor was in over. high school, she came over to my house. Like she's nervous. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bunch of kids came over, like, okay. for a swim party. Um, we have a hot tub, and all the kids were in the hot tub. Of course, I'm, I'm the principal, you know, so I'm kind of, you know, they, they know to be afraid of me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, like, a little window, and I'm watching these 16-year-old kids, and they decide they're going to get in the hot tub. I hope you cut a backflip in the pool. And I look out there, and there's two kids in the hot tub, and they seem to, you know, they like each other, and they're really close to each other. And I tapped, I tapped on the window, and Mary Taylor looked up. It wasn't Mary Taylor that was, mm-hmm. you know, cuddling up to this young man. Um, but I knocked on the window, and Mary Taylor looked right up at the window, and I pointed my finger at her. Those two right there. Those two right there. <laughs> and Mar- Mary Taylor leaned over to them and said to them, y'all need to make room for Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Yep. Split up. No, I, and I y'all need to make exactly room for Jesus. Dr. Nutting's watching you. You need to make room for Jesus. <laughs> well, also, I was like, I mean, we are at our principal's house. <laughs> like, yeah. 
she's gonna see have some discretion, yeah, kids. On, yeah, now. yeah. Both yeah. of y'all live like five minutes away. You could mm-hmm. go somewhere else. Yeah, they know who they are. They do. They I, know I remember who they are. are. They yeah. know who they are. Do you think they're, they're one, one of our nine listeners? No. listeners no. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah, I agree. Find them. Mm. Well, actually, actually, what I even further remember is that they didn't really take your advice. Ooh. No, I don't think so. They did not. And so um, I actually went and got the young man and said, you need to get up here to the house. And he came up to the house, and I proceeded to tell him that he would not be making it to second base in my hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Will Thomas. Yes. No, it, wasn't. it wasn't Will, but no. but I, I would have told Will that. Oh. But yeah, but that, well, Will yeah. would have been smart to know. I mean, you were at his principal's house. Yeah. <laughs> so what we need all of our nine listeners to do is share this on social media yes. so that we'll, oh, no. we can make sure we that they get the message from Doctor Nunn. I was Dr. Known as a little brown noser. I don't need a. She was, she was my helper. She learned that. from the best. I did. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, oh Angela. Angela. <laughs> Mom used to be the hall monitor. Remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. She still is. Yeah. She is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's still is. Mooresville's hall monitor. Yeah. Yeah. My wife, Angela, yeah. They said, they said to go to the bathroom, you had to go to her to get a hall pass yeah. in high school. Yeah. And I believe that because I'm still trying to get hall passes every day. You're not getting one, let me tell you. You're not. That will not be forthcoming. So, uh, Bowen, we like to finish with, you kind of talked about what you guys are planning for the future. Do you have any predictions as far as what the future holds for this Lake Norman area and what what you foresee, maybe in the school system, prediction for the school system for for Lake Norman? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, um, as I said earlier, uh, we're about 20,000 students in the Iredell State School Schools. Um, The southern end of the county is our our fastest growing population, and so um, we we are building a new middle school um, currently, and we also have, we've purchased land to build a new high school someday. Um, We don't have plans for that yet, but we have property for that, and um, you know, if you think about the town of Mooresville and um, what we would basically be doing is uh, building a high school that would kind of serve the eastern side of, okay. of our town. Um, you know, I remember when Lake Norman High School opened. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it used to be that South Iredell High School was the most southern high school in our county. So, um, but Lake Norman's been there a long time now and, and we're going to be uh, needing a new high school. Um, also, I would say that, you know, what's really important for the southern end of our county and for Mooresville is for us to make sure that we are competitive because, you know, we have to compete with the charter schools. Um, I think public schools historically, you know, we, we are looking at, you know, um, students that are below reading level that are that struggle with math that need remediation a lot of the time public schools that's what we're concentrating on and we can't afford to do that uh in in the southern in the county especially we Mm -hmm. need to be able to attract uh, the students that need a rigorous uh, curriculum so um, it's really important that we continue to focus on our academically gifted students and make sure that we're offering them the rigor uh, and the choice that they need i like that you actually you don't hear that very often mm-hmm. where we we're always focused on the underachieving but then what about the overachieving mm-hmm. you don't want them to get complacent so right. i really mm-hmm. like hearing hey or great, up and we, leave us yeah you know? i There's love that hearing too. that we we still want them to continue to excel and and get better as as things go on as well well and i've always you know everything that i've done in public education i always try to apply it you know to my own family and my own life you know what 
what do I want for my own children? And um, I want to make sure that we're offering a program that is something that I want my own children to attend, that I would be mm-hmm. proud for my own children to be a part of. Um, I was talking with the superintendent just yesterday afternoon about, um, you know, programs like Montessori programs. And um, every child is different, and every child needs a different kind of school, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a dual immersion program or, or um, you know, an early college program. Yeah. Um, the, uh, so we need to have a lot of options for our folks. I, uh, I just now remembered... I forgot. We haven't even mentioned where'd you go on Monday. Oh, on Monday. Yeah. We haven't even talked about this. Yeah, yeah. I got. I went to Washington D.C. to she represent. She back from the White House, hanging out yeah. with the First Lady. Yeah, I didn't actually. She didn't show. <sighs> she stood oh, you man. up. You should have yeah. stood her up. Yeah. I don't stand you up. Does she know who you are? N- no. <laughs> no. She didn't show up. But um, we actually ended up um, having a great roundtable discussion about a program that's called um, I Can Do It. And it's uh, basically a, a focus, a federal focus on special education children as it relates to physical activity. And, you know, the fact that children that have exceptionalities, whether they be uh, uh physical disabilities or um, um, uh, academic disabilities or deficiencies, they generally uh, move less than Mm -hmm. regularly developing children. And so this idea of um, really promoting movement, um, and I think it especially is important for children who are academically deficient, for them to move, I think it it helps you um, to learn if Mm -hmm. if you can move. And um, and so it's just a big federal push. And what we did on uh, Monday, there were, right now there are eight states that are piloting this I Can Do It program. Um, and then next year, I can't remember if they said there will be 25 next year or if we're adding 25 next year. But we'll add 25 more states, and then we'll come back together again next year and talk about that progress. And then the next year it'll be a full 50-state thing. But there were representatives there from uh, Special Olympics, um, um, from the Department of Health and Human Services. Um, It was was fantastic. It was really interesting to – I got to have lunch with um, folks from the Seattle Public Schools, Milwaukee Public Schools, and really talk to them about, you know, some of the challenges they face. And it is always neat because, you know – they're a long way away, but they, we all have the same problems, yep. mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Um, so where, where was the? It was in D.C. Mm-hmm. Where were y'all? We were, we were in the Humphrey Building. Hmm. Um, it actually went through um, the most rigorous security check <laughs> that I've ever been through. Um, I mean, like nothing holds a candle to the check. That yeah, but it, she's um, already cleared to be superintendent. Nice. Completely cleared. <laughs> you pass that being a Georgia peach and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I tried girl. to smile and tell them I was fine, and y'all need to let me go on through. But they did not. <laughs> <laughs> they did not. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm it was cool. really cool. exciting. It was yeah, very exciting. Awesome. Now, how many um, different schools were systems were represented from North Carolina? Well, we had um, a larger representative uh, group from North Carolina than most of the other states. Um, we we had, didn't need more than one. We had, All we um, needed was Dr. I was there, and there was a um, – Dr. Issa Cox was there from the Rowan Salisbury School System. Mm-hmm. And then there were um, there was somebody from the Department of Public Instruction that was attending. And then two ladies that are 
Um, they're called adaptive physical education teachers. Mm. So adaptive physical education teachers are teachers that work with children that otherwise might not be able to access physical movement. Mm. So they create opportunities for children to um, to move. Right. Mm. So it's it's a, a oh, an adaptive a PE awesome. teacher is a whole it's a whole world in itself. So we had two of those ladies there. Do they have research out there that shows these kids actually perform better if they? move more? Not only that they perform better academically, but also, um, you know, one example they gave us had a child that had cerebral palsy and he had very, very little movement and they were able to give him just a rubber band that he put in between his two hands, in between his fingers. And all he did was move his hands in and out and in and out. And they put a heart rate monitor on him. And as he did that, not only could you tell that he was enjoying that, but his heart rate went up to that of someone that had run, you know, a half a mile. Mm-hmm. So he actually got a cardiac, uh, cardio workout uh, from just that little limited movement because his limit, his movement is so limited, he doesn't need a lot of movement right. mm-hmm. to really get his mm-hmm. cardio going. There's actually a really good, uh, so I go to the CrossFit gym right over here, and there's a really good adaptive athlete program yes. there yeah and they do okay. a really really good job and i follow what they do and it, it's pretty cool to see we've um we've got a former one of our people that used to go to the gym that i owned she brings her son all the way up here from university area and he just goes, for the adaptive exactly. mm-hmm. yes yeah. absolutely and it's been helping them in school it's been helping mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. socially and so it's yeah. pretty cool to see stuff like that. yeah it's a fantastic thing if you're interested you should just google adaptive pe um mm-hmm. And it is interesting, too, because some states, they really uh, recognize adaptive PE and they, have, they provide funding for adaptive PE teachers. And some states don't, don't recognize that at all. In fact, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember what state... The other day, they don't even have... Um, Louisiana? Probably. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm honest, kidding. Honestly, probably. Believe it or not, I think it was Colorado. They don't even have a, a physical education curriculum. Oh, wow. Um, and they think maybe that comes from the fact that people in Colorado, they they're, move, already, they're already, already active. Yeah. Uh, but like in North Carolina, you know, we have a, a physical education curriculum. We have a healthy living curriculum. Um, we got to counteract all that sweet tea. If, yes, all the no sweet tea and fried chicken. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's interesting that some states really have moved forward with that, and some. In fact, I, I believe that she said in Colorado, you don't even have to have a teaching license to be a PE teacher in that state, wow. which really was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I actually so. have my PE teaching license. Would you Would you be interested in a position? I don't have a time. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're keeping him pretty busy right here at Thomas yeah. Godley yeah. Drive. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like yeah. he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Sorry, that let, let came on you. your podcast and tried to steal yeah, somebody. Yeah, that. That's that's kind of stinks. Let me ask you one more thing before we finish. You were talking about 20,000 students. What Do you have a projection over like the next five years or whatever? as to what that might be? You know, I don't know the answer off the top of my head. Um, We do have um, projections that are provided to us through the Department of Public Instruction. Um, I think that's a little bit more difficult question today than it might have been 10 years ago um, because we have lost so many students to charter schools. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we we have lost, um, you know, thousands of students that have Mm -hmm. left our public school system uh, to, to go to charter schools. And when that happens, you know, we have to write a check to those charter schools. 
Um, so we've been sitting steady at 20,000 for several years now. Um, but we know, we know that there are more children out there that live in Iredell County that are, um, that could be public school students. And that's one of the reasons why we really are trying to provide choice. Um, and also really a huge focus on homeschooling. We have a lot of folks at homeschool. We have an I Academy. So if you want to homeschool your children and then also let them come and have an experience in the public school system with a virtual class, we offer that. That's we great. offer it in the mm -hmm. primary years program. So or we, we offer a, a primary I Academy for elementary age children where their parents, if they want to be home teaching their children, they can do that two days a week and then come to a public school setting two days a week. So our superintendent is very interested in being innovative um, in an effort to attract students back to our school district. But right now our numbers are our numbers pretty flat. Um, we know yeah, we're when sitting you throw at in all the charter schools and that have opened up here recently. That number's got to be pretty high. It is high. And you know we it's have a lot of people like on here. We have a lot of people on here, and we talk a lot about growth. And you know, it looks like to us that this this area is going to continue to grow. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I would say, you know, when I say you know, there are a lot of students that are going to charter school, and we would like for them to come back to the public school. I will also add to that, though, that my own child finished at Pine Lake Prep. Mm -hmm. So. Um, and so I think what's important is to make sure that we share the message that as a public school system, you know, we don't dislike the charter schools. Right. Um, you know, I, I think that I only can speak for myself when I say that I think that the competition is good. And I also think that um, there are different school settings for different types of children. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think my son benefited from a small high school setting. And we didn't have that to offer him in the Iredell State School schools at the time that he was in high school. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the charter schools had that to, to offer. So um, while we'd love to have all of the kids that live in this county go to the public school system, we also honored the work that the other folks are doing. Um, and we realized that it makes our community better mm -hmm. when we as parents are provided that, that opportunity to choose. So, um, you know, we're not against it, but we also, you know, we're running a business, so we want to we want to grow it and right. and get mm -hmm. more kids in. So, but yeah, it's going to grow, and yeah, and we coming. know it is, They're and that's coming. why we're building another high school, and that's why we, you know, we'll ask you to vote for a bond referendum before you turn around again. <laughs> um, you know. Put me in, Coach. I'll yeah. go vote. That's great. Yeah. Now, when are you gonna? Take me down there to Georgia LSU game between the hedges. You, you come on with me. Come on down Is to UGA. Me, are, are I'll take you down between the hedges oh any God. day, and we will play LSU. And I will sit right beside you, no, my friend. No, we won't. No, Go we dogs! Won't, no. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that can't see the video, you should have seen the look on her face when she said, uh, yeah. "Go dogs." Yeah, I'm a rabid. <laughs> She's rabid not fan. here to play, she folks. I, I snapchatted her on the day of the Georgia game, and I sent it to you. And I don't, I think I got silence. Oh, that's because LSU <laughs> was winning that game. Well, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told her, I said, "Honey, I did you, not you explain to before. you about SEC." I bought boiled yeah. peanuts uh, for that game in honor of. MVP. Did you? Uh, yeah. Did you? We good. It's good. always good to have some boiled peanuts. Southeastern Conference etiquette. You do not communicate with a friend from another college 
during the game if or if they lose at least two weeks after. There, yeah. There's, there's a grace period. There's a grace that. period. And we take that very seriously. We take that and very seriously. I, I heard your seriously. son tell me a story one time real quick that you and your husband, Mike, were on the elevator at one of the football games at a hotel. And guess who got on the elevator with him? Oh, yeah. Ben Thomas? No. <laughs> Herschel Walker. Another dog. Ugg. Ugga. Ugga. Oh. Is that what he's called? Ugga. Ugga. The, oh, yeah. Ugga, the, the Georgia Bulldog, got on the elevator with him, and he said his parents were in shock. They were standing there going, oh, we were in oh. awe. They were pointing, and they couldn't talk. I and he goes, what's Herschel wrong with Walker, you? and it was a dog. <laughs> Like, he gets his own private jet out to games, right? Ooh. I mean, stuff like Uga does? I don't know that he gets a private jet. He rides with the Siler family. Um, they always Uga is always a descendant of, uh, mm. they come from a family called the, the Silers. Actually, I think they're from Louisiana originally. Oh. Yeah. Of course they are. Um, <laughs> actually, I think he's an attorney in Louisiana. Is that right? Oh, I've read about this guy because I... Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's a Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, mm-hmm. that book. They talk about that a little bit in there. And he's, so a, Georgia, and he's a Georgia grad? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Down there in Louisiana doing Napoleon's uh, mm-hmm. Napoleonic Well, you know, we do have the number one mascot in in college football. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, by, who, y'all voted that in yes. Georgia? <laughs> well, I because, by uh, a poll of the uh, UGA students. A, yeah, he's always number one mascot. Let's put Ugga <laughs> in there with Mike, the Tiger. I was going to say, who is Mike? who is Mike? I knew who Ugga was. Yes. He said Mike. And well, I was we, call, we call LSU Tiger yeah. Mike the Tiger. And, yeah. and let's just see how they do. Let's We're put them in the case. So the current Ugga, his name's Q. As in, you know, barbecue. Why isn't it Ugga? It, well, he's like Ugga, I don't know, like Ugga 9. Oh, uh, well, I'd name yeah. him Ugga then. No, Ugga 9? Uh, he's, you know, and then they're the all buried. Year, I would and name them all yeah. Uggas, and whichever one got crowned yeah, the Mike's official real, Ugga, they would uh, know their name. Yeah, Mike's mm-hmm. real name is Harvey, and then we got him, and then that same year, Hurricane Harvey came through. Mm, you got Harvey. Harvey. That didn't yeah. work. Yeah. But the po- point of this story <laughs> is, was that Mike? they are serious Georgia type. fans, and oh. your son just couldn't believe that you could not speak because Uga. because Ugga got on the elevator. I'm telling you, that's shot. big time fame, that's big time right fame. there. Oh man! I mean, like my dad sang the Georgia fight song into my ear when I was a baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're the true Georgia peach. Yeah, You're my the real dad thing. used to tell me he'd say, Bowen. When you grow up, you can do anything you want to do, and you can be anything you want to be. And if you go to the University of Georgia, I'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I got the same kind of Yeah, you got that too, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, Bowen, we definitely appreciate you coming out. We learned a ton. We mm-hmm. we hope that our people so that much information. Yeah, are, Parents are, everywhere, listen to yeah, this. They yeah, should be, they should feel really confident where we're our Mooresville and Iredale County schools are going. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate mm-hmm. your hard work in the school system. Yeah. And I appreciate you helping us to spread good news about the school system. I think, you know, we get a lot of bad press. Yeah. And um, so I appreciate an opportunity to, to talk about all the great things. Yeah. We're a spin team. We're spin team. Spin team. Spin team. Here I got to go home and watch that show. Yes. Ben, you want to take us out? You haven't said much because yeah. you weren't here. Uh, yeah, the I, mean, I kind of got in here late, so I don't what know what all what y'all you covered. Well, I'm just excited about Bo. Bo is just a wonderful person. And, and we love hanging around Thanks, there, and, and I can't wait till she's a, a superintendent. You know, we'll we'll <laughs> talk about that later. <laughs> well, let's get out of here before, before it gets we get too in deep. trouble. We'll see you guys later on Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast.
That is a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Welcome Home Lake Norman podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share with your friends so we have more than just our parents listening. Guys, we'll see you again next week.